So I'm not a really patient person. I like to do things, get them done. I like to know things. I really like to know what's going to happen so I'm not surprised and so I can plan. I like to fix problems so things go smoothly. Clearly this is true in my work, but especially true with my family. I don't like it at all when things are not okay. So in many, many, many ways, this has been a really hard year for me. And I'm sure that my own attributes are not dissimilar from yours. In our staff meeting a few weeks ago, referencing the coronavirus pandemic, my colleague Joyce said, just don't know how this is going to end. None of us had a good answer. Well, here we are in the days following election day. Now, of course, we all knew it would be messy. I mean, come on, it's 2020. I kind of loved this quote I saw in the New York Times a couple weeks ago from some regular Joe talking about the year. He said, quote, all we need are flesh-eating monsters and 2020 will be complete. <laughs> but here we are, post-election, not knowing so many things. And for those who felt that knowing who the next president would be would make things feel more certain, I'm here to tell you, I think we were all naive. But I did want to know. I do want to know. I like to be told. And I woke up thinking that this morning, and I found myself thinking about Mr. Rogers. People who follow me know that I'm really into Mr. Rogers. I love many of his songs, but I had the perfect song in my head when I said that. Have a listen. I like to be told if it's going to hurt, if it's going to be hard, if it's not going to hurt, I like to be told, I like to be told. It helps me to get ready for all those things, all those things that are new. I trust you more and more each time that I'm finding those things to be true, true. I like to be told because I'm trying to grow and I'm trying to learn and I'm trying to know. I like to be told, I like to be told, there are many things that children wonder about, aren't there? Well, when you're wondering about something, you can always ask the people you love about it, because they were children once too, and they know how people like to be told all kinds of things. I hope no kids ask me today. <laughs> But I listened to this song and I realized how primitive this need to know actually is. How will this all turn out? I realized that the eight-year-old trapped inside me wants to be told, but the 63-year-old that is not at all trapped inside me realizes that I actually have a role in how it does all turn out. I just have to figure out how to manage my impatience. And so do you. You see, we're cut of the same cloth. I was a nonprofit leader. You are one, whether you're staff, board, volunteer, or donor. Impatience is our superpower. 
It's what drives us to be advocates. That can't sit idly by thing, that's a kind of impatience. And most of the time, it works really well for you, doesn't it? Except when it comes to the uncertainty of pandemics, divisive politics, and uncertain presidential election outcomes. This kind of impatience, you're a bit out of your depth, aren't you? It's not your kind of impatience. See the problem, I have a plan to fix it, and I'm going to fix it right now. That's your kind of impatience, but we don't have this. So what do we do? Well, I guess I have two pieces of advice. The first is we've got to dig deep for patience. You've got some in there somewhere. Build on it with some good choices as we navigate these turbulent waters of uncertainty. Fill a glass to the midpoint. Stare at it and repeat after me, this is half full. (laughs) Sunlight. Sunlight is really good. I would say exercise, and I actually do exercise, but I can't even say that with a straight face. (laughs) Um, Last night, election night, I went to bed at 11 o'clock, and I opened my Kindle. And I have a Kindle. I don't read on my iPad. And the reason I use my Kindle is because my mind might wander, but I can't go and Google anything. And I lost myself in a novel for an hour. And it helped me to be more patient. My last piece of advice comes from my friend Jack Friedman. He had a nightmare once when he was about six. And he was having a really hard time sleeping until he solved his own problem and came into his mom's room, my best friend Kim, and said, Mom, I figured it out. I figured out how to solve my nightmare problem. I just need new images. I don't know about you, but I can't get that damn magic map out of my head. The only way to get it out is to put new images in. Images of places you want to visit. Images of your kids. Images of your grandchildren. Anything that ignites something like joy, pleasure, and allows you to just chill ever so slightly. So that's one side of the coin. But here's the other. What do we do with your impatience? You know, the thing that's making you want to check the news with obsessive regularity? It's time to turn your impatience toward your heroic pursuits. Go to a job site. See neighbors helping neighbors. Craft a social media post and watch people mobilize to advocate for those living with a mental illness. Bring your executive team together for a Zoom and check in on them. Maybe share this podcast and share what folks are doing to be patient and generate ideas for one another that will allow your impatience to flourish in your work. To my friend and colleague, Joy, I can say without hesitation, I don't really know how this ends or what it will look like. But my educated guess is that our aspiration should not be to get out of the woods, but rather to learn to live with them and in them for a good long while. But I do know this, it will not be elected officials who will lead the way, but rather the heroes of the nonprofit sector, you.
making a difference in the lives of families and communities each and every day, recognizing what we all know as the fierce urgency of now. The bottom line is this, my friends. Try to be patient when it comes to how our election plays out. It will be unsettling, divisive, and emotionally charged. But when it comes to your work, remember that your impatience is your superpower. So please, 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 just do you. I want to leave you with, I don't know if you all know that I sing, but I do. In fact, I am the first female singing member of the New York City Gay Men's Chorus. (laughs) Yeah, it's groundbreaking. But I joined to be part of a singing community, 249 gay men and me, on the stage at Carnegie Hall. It was moving and powerful and transformative for the members of the chorus and for those lucky enough to have tickets. Reminded me of the power of music. And um, I just felt a need to do this today on this podcast. I figure if Mr. Rogers can sing on my podcast, so too can I. Um, It feels therapeutic for me. And I hope it will be for you. Let's give it a go. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me. Speaking words of wisdom, let it be. In my hour of darkness, she is standing right in front of me. Speaking words of wisdom, let it be. Let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. Whisper words of wisdom, let it be. And when the broken hearted people living in the world agree, there will be an answer, let it be. For though they may be parted, There is still a chance that they will see There will be an answer, let it be Let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be Yes, there will be an answer, let it be Let it be, let it be Let it be, whisper words of wisdom, let it be. So with that, I'll leave you. As the days unfold, please do your best to navigate this patience-impatience thing. Find some moments that give you some patience and turn that impatience in the direction 
of your mission. We need you to do that. And you need to do it too. Take good care. Take care of yourselves. We'll see you next time.